Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, this is Tony Shannon. I'm a grateful recovering addict, member of the No Matter What group of the Anchorage area, the Alaska region of Narcotics Anonymous. My clean date is April 1st, 1984, and this is April 6th. Spirituality in simplicity. When we allow spirituality to be simple, we allow it to be universal. That's from Living Clean, Chapter 3, Spirituality is Practical. Addicts have a knack for complicating things. Finding a spirituality that works for us is no exception. Spirituality is central to Narcotics Anonymous, and what that looks like is up to each of us. We engage in a personal journey of discovery. The step helps us to define and develop spiritual connections, and we free ourselves to live according to our convictions. Many of us were relieved that figuring out the whole higher power thing could be a lifelong project, as one addict put it. I was able to hear the message and receive the gift of recovery without subscribing to any specific set of beliefs. What a relief. Some of us have to try out many belief systems, conventional and otherwise. We may find a good fit or maybe we eliminate a few potential paths. A buffet approach. A little of this, a little of that, suits many of us. I realized that my effort to de- my effort to define my spirituality was boxing me in, limiting how my higher power operated, one member shared. When I stopped imposing limitations, I started to see my HP everywhere. It is it is everyone and everything. It it just is. The bond we share with other recovering addicts is both simple and sacred. The steps help us understand ourselves, and that makes it easier to connect with others. Caring about my fellow members helps me, one member shared. I notice when the light comes back into a newcomer's eyes, and it is one of the most beautiful gifts of recovery for me. Many of us approach spirituality as a practical matter. We know that when we show up at a meeting, we feel less alone. When we are of service, we think less of ourselves. When we share a hug with another member, we feel loved. These simple spiritual actions are at the heart of our program of recovery. I will connect with other members today and appreciate the simple spirituality in those connections. All right. Don't take nothing. You won't get loaded. Thanks a bunch. Right, welcome back, everyone. This is April 6th, Spirituality and Simplicity. And we're here with none other than Melissa W. Melissa, what do you think about spirituality and simplicity? Hi, family. My name is 
Melissa W. And um, I really like this reading because it is very easy, as it notes in here, for me to make it complicated. And at first, you know, I came in and it was simple for me, right? I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I believe exactly what I believed growing up. But as I got to know myself more and work the steps, like that kind of started to change for me. And at first it was scary. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like, you mean to tell me I can believe whatever I want? And it's like the freedom in that was scary. But then um, I found some security in the fact that I could um, really see what works for me. Did you, did you have any fear going on with that, Melissa, about like, if you get it wrong? Yeah. Because sometimes like when, whenever I know for me, like when I have like so many choices, it's just like wide open and stuff like that. It's like, well, what the fuck? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's exactly why it was so scary, you know? And, um, I believe that I, like, if I got it wrong, like, I don't know, like I would be condemned or, you know, whatever the case might be with that, like so many different thoughts, you know? And it was definitely a scary time. I didn't have a, a lot of clean time and I wasn't very secure in myself, much less like what I believe, like, mm. I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but existentially, you know, mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, like outside I, of self. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I really had to do a, a lot of, um, searching within myself and, you know, I liked how it talked about, um, I was able to hear the message and receive the gift of a lifelong project. Right. Mm. Well, when I read lifelong project, that makes it sound like so big, like I'm never going to find the answer, but really in truth, what I found, what works for me is, um, like doing it just for today. Like what I believe today is what needs to work for me, you know, like that has to work for me. And through that, it, it definitely has been a journey and it talked about in here a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I have like three kind of core things I'd say that I believe and a big part of that is um how I communicate with my higher power and I, I could really relate to whenever it talked about boxing um, myself in mm -hmm. and I got to that place um I got to a point where I could only communicate this particular way <laughs> like I made my that's what I told myself you so know? was it like in the form of like a you know a certain prayer or a certain time of day or something is that what is that what you mean by that um, well, okay. So basically meditating, um, mm -hmm. specifically with crystals, which limits me to a certain place, really a certain time in a certain way. And, and so the it, thought it was, was like, that's your connection place with the HP, like yeah. only there. Mm -hmm. So for me, like my, the most connection I have is in nature, like, you know, fun in the sun's coming up. I'll, I'll be there. And like, Got I'm going to absolutely love being connected with my higher power in the water on the beach, just like reflecting and connecting. Mm -hmm. So, but beyond that, when I'm at home, cause I don't live on the beach or in mountains. So, um, is what I like to meditate and use crystals and things like that. And, but when I got to the point where that's the only way that I would communicate, it was very limiting and, and almost constricting. And again, it just shows how complicated I can make things. And there's no reason for that because my higher power is no matter whether I'm is with me, no matter whether I'm holding a crystal or not, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. restrictive, but me being human and imperfect, I like to impose human-like restrictions on something that's not human. Bro, so, I love that, Melissa. I love that. I love how you're able to articulate that too. So, so allow me to ask you now this. I am. Were you Now I am able to. <laughs> it's been a process. Huh? Yes. So how are you received? Like, do you feel, do you feel comfortable with 
you know, j just being able to talk about that at a meeting, like if you, if you, if you were talking about specifics, not, not kind of like trying to tell others, Hey, you should do this, but like in a way of saying, Hey, this is what I do. This is where I'm at struggling with, you know, whatever, you know, when you, t when you say like crystals or nature or, you know, whatever, are you cool with that? Like, is, is are you received yeah. well when you share it? Like, what's that like? It's really funny you ask that because for a long time, I did not embrace that at all. In fact, I shied away from like that, that connection that I had with it. Um, you know, cause to me, they're just a part of nature. Right. So mm -hmm. that, that's why I feel connected when I hold them. So, but at first I was like embarrassed, you know, and I wouldn't talk about it, but then one day I like decided to start talking about it and I was received well. And, um, I mean, I even had found out people were interested in it too, you know? So oh, I thought that you thought that might you know, that might look at you as kind of like, man, what the fuck's she talking about? They were into it. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I, I share about it all the time. Like I did an about me at this army thing the other day. And I said that I like crystals and like a few people giggled, but I had somebody come up to me after, you know? Um, and now, so now I'm not, I don't let the fear of like what people think, like really stop me from doing it. Now I still don't like to meditate in front around people, I guess like like when I'm with my crystals like it's just me like I don't want to be the only one in the room mm -hmm. and um which was another reason that it was a block for me but I, I do want to say this you know I find that like obviously in a meeting we don't really talk about specifics um this is one of those controversial topics that you like that are juicy I do like I do like so, uh, <laughs> yeah so but after the meeting we can talk about that you know yeah. um as, I mean, it is important that we keep in mind that everybody's going to believe what we believe. If we have to accept that, that's something that we learn to accept here. But I want to say, like, I feel like a lot of people are more easily talk about what they, um, like, when they don't believe in a specific deity, whereas, like, people um, are more afraid to say that they do. And I just want to say, like, after a meeting, like, it's all open. Like, feel free to share your beliefs, you know, because I, I find strength in that. You know, look, I'm really proud of you for saying that, man. I really am because look, a meeting ought to be a place I could say what the fuck ever. I could be wrong, I could be off, I could be out or whatever, but I need to be able to kick it, man, and trust that there there's a group conscience in the meeting. There may be other members who could share. If you know, if I say something, here's the thing: if I say something that's outside of a very clear message of recovery, which is abstinence and twelve step work. Our basic text is fucking super clear. Like that's our message, right? Abstinence and 12 step work. That's our, that's what recovery is for us. Fucking outside of that, man, I should be able to even, even a little bit of specifics, Melissa, if I, and check this out, if I'm talking about like what I do, right. You know, like what I do, because mm -hmm. it, as we unpack the second step, man, like we're, we get stuck on that. Like we're directed to talk to other people about that. Yeah. Bro, I can't talk to you and I don't know about it unless we talk about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm proud of you for saying that, man. I think it's kind of cool. The thing that irks me a little bit is, is if is if someone's telling me how I should believe, what I should believe, if my belief's fucked up, like that irks me, man. Yeah. But if you want to talk about crystals until you're blue of the blue in the face, because that's <laughs> that's that's how you get down, fuck hell yeah. Nope. Yeah. So the basic text also is like talks about another thing when it comes to higher power. And this is really what I believe. Like I have different ways of communicating, as I've said, but this is what works for me. Loving and caring and greater than me, mm. you know, and that helps me so much. And this is the application part, right? Because that's what the steps are all about. This is what this program is all about is loving, caring and greater than me. 
-hmm. if my decisions don't align with that then it doesn't align with my higher power like that's how simple it can be for me bro don't that feel good just to connect like that like that's beautiful Mm -hmm. right there yeah that's that that, that's it that's it and not and you know uh uh, like when we kick it to a third step, you know, I think it's real important for us to to bring that into this conversation too. Is like, look, we're not turning our will and our life, which are our thoughts and our actions, over the condemnation of God. We're not turning over to the ridicule, judgment, punishment. Like it's it's the care of man. Like, care of care yeah. for. It's the care of. Mm-hmm. Anything exciting coming up for you soon? The whole month of April is exciting for me. My daughter's birthday, I, um, her party's today. She's be 14. But, you know, that's a whole nother experience. I've really had to turn that over to the care of, you know, because she's experiencing things and learning things. And it's all things that um, I, I just don't want her to grow up, I guess. I mean, I do, but I don't, you know, it just, it's just difficult. So, but I'm really just trying to enjoy um, watching her develop, you know, and in that I've really had to, you know, it's not it's not my job to try to control everything and like try to dictate this, this, and this. It's my job to teach, advise, and love. And um, mm. that's, I mean, I get that those kind of messages from a higher power, you know. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm-hmm.